I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Oh, hey Bo. Uh, glad you could make it. Yeah, guys, I brought my, my N64 and Pokemon Stadium 1. I can't wait to get down. Bo, Bo, we, we brought you here because we, we needed to talk to you about this. Bo, we care about you. We, we really do. And recently, every time you, like, come on the show, you're always like, I've been playing Pokemon Yellow, or Pokemon Blue. That's just for funsies, I mean... And... You can't live in the past, Bo! Bo, Bo, we... This is now! This this is is an intervention. This is an intervention. Uh, here's a 3DS. Oh, my. And here's Omega Ruby. And I think, I think you should try these. I never thought it would be like this, you guys. I never thought it would get this bad. I... It's okay, Bo. It's okay. I am a Gen 1-er, but but that doesn't mean I can only play Gen 1. It's okay. I love Pokemon for all of it. It's Paco! Paco! It's Paco! Paco! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Welcome to the 191st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I'm your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-host, Bugcatcher Bosephus. Oh. Whoa. I got in there first. Whoa, right. Ethan. Whoa. I'll, I'll get in there uh, with Bugcatcher <laughs> Bosephus. And Ethan. Uh, because Ethan's <laughs> watching Evo, and he doesn't know what he's doing. I exist only for Evo now. <laughs> this is my sole I... purpose. And I'm so we're sure here to bring you another exciting episode. Uh, Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. Oh, yeah. Uh, online Pokemon community where we all hang out, battle, trade, do stuff. And also have a podcast every week. Every Monday, I should say. It's posted Monday, midnight Eastern, every week. So, yeah. Uh, question that I asked at the beginning of every show. What have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? Bo, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Thanks for asking. Uh, I 
I've been doing a lot. Um, I'm a Gen Oneer. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of that though, which is fun. Admitting um, is I the built, first step. I, yeah, I um, with my Pokemon cards, I built um like this little Team Rocket set out of the original Team Rocket cards, and then mm -hmm. uh, I used it made it myself a Giovanni deck for the end. Um, and I'm teaching my friends to play Pokemon using Team Rocket, and three of them have beat it so far. I think it's pretty cool. It's like four different sets I have. One is Mount Moon, and it's got Grimer. Uh, well, I guess. Oh my much gosh! So much Gen. You're even playing Gen One Pokemon cards. I know, right? That's how awful. It will, you can't go back. You can't cheap. go back to that era. It's, it's so the now. Like, you gotta live in the now. I'm teaching everybody how to play. You you gotta play play modern pokes. You can't like. You are they using wait? Are they using like modern cards or are you no, using? No, no, they're they're using my they're using my library. Okay. Oh I have, god. I, I have probably like six thousand um, cards before they changed the first format. Oh my gosh! Did you did like, did Scron did Scron tell you about all the Pokemon cards we open at nationals? I no. Neither oh my gosh! He's my brother. I've seen him a few times. Oh, did Sniffles tell you? No. What? But that's another thing I have to talk about and what I've been doing in Pokemon lately. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I want to name you my decks. There's Mount Moon, uh, TM28 Thief. Then there's... Because that one has um, Drowsy and Machop, just like the guy who stole TM28. I thought that mm -hmm. was pretty neat. Um, what's the other one? I think your friends are going to be oh. ill-prepared for the modern landscape of Pokemon card gaming. It's so true, because it's definitely way different. I got top cut uh, two times, well, two years ago now, at Cities. That's in cities, though, right? Yeah, but uh, but St. Louis is one of the top places to play Pokemon. That is true. That's uh, true. I just gave it away. Both fists lose Citation St. needed. Louis. You got it, buckle. I just said it on air. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Sniffle should have told you. We opened, like, I think about 20, 30 packs while we were there. Oh, that's nothing. Because they gave them to us for free. Oh, okay, that's oh, That's fun. I will come next year if there isn't another concert that, coat, like, you know, lines up. <laughs> Then, so my birthday was also recently. Uh, Mr. Sniffles from PuckleCon brought me back a first edition base set unopened pack of cards. Blastoise. Oh yeah, we. I remember him getting those. Yeah. Yeah. He he got Charizard for himself, and so I have Blastoise, and he originally got red when I got blue, so that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my roommates and friends. Uh, all pitched in together to get me the original Japanese set of Game Boy Color Pokemon games. So that is I have crazy. That is green, insane. Red, blue, and yellow, all in Japanese print. I'm playing all of them simultaneously. Uh, they told me Jesus. when they when they gave them to me, they're like, "You have to beat them." And it's like, "Okay." You're playing enough for like four Gen Oneers right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that's that's how much Gen One pride strive I have, and it did not used to be this way. I don't know how it got. Well, it's because Candy Bars. I got him started on the Living Decks, and he only he wants to work his way up. And right now, he's three Pokemon away from beating Crystal. Okay. Well, four, including Celebi, and then he has just started Fire Red and Leaf Green. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna move up to the Game Boy Advance here pretty soon. Ooh. I mean, I've been doing a lot of that too recently, actually. Mm -hmm. Game Boy yeah, Advance. You, you were Nuzlocke, and you named your Bulbasaur after me. I did. I did. I, I sent you that Snapchat. That, yeah, that made me happy. Uh, I was going to send you another one because I realized afterwards that it's a female Bulbasaur. It's <laughs> like a, what, 12% chance? Yeah, there's like a 12% chance. It's a female Bulbasaur, and I named it Bosephus. 
and I was gonna be I was I was gonna like circle the female symbol in your name and then write on the screen, I'm implying you're a girl. <laughs> the last time that I um booted, like I, I started a new a new copy of Emerald like a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um and when I did that, I soft reset until I had a fam- female Blaziken. Yeah. Because I like the way it looks better than the male Blaziken. What's the difference? Is there really? Uh, it's, it's the wings or the ears. Wait, I guess. wait. Do they have gender differences in Gen Three? Yeah. Bull. Yeah. Well, not until straight Gen up. 4. It wasn't until straight Gen up. Four they had gender differences. Are you are you serious right now? Yes. Damn. I reset for nothing. Twenty-seven percent serious. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure you should trust the guy who runs the Pokemon podcast. Okay, how I, many times you've you you've, you've had factual inc- uh, factual errors before? That's true. I give you that. You called me out on it, and it's true. No, you're exactly right. I do like the way female Blaziken looks a lot better than male Blaziken. Yeah. Also, shiny Blaziken. Shiny, shiny Blaziken's, Blaziken's not that cool. I don't know. I like that darker shade of red. Maybe. Okay. Either way. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Have you been doing anything interesting in the past week, Ethan? I've been putting off playing the Delta episode because I was not, I was not anticipating on being on this week. But there were certain factors outside of, of course, this that, obviously, it resulted in me being on because uh, I felt like I had to. So, uh, yeah, but no, I, I really haven't been doing much in the way of Pokemon. Um, watching Evo or Zigglypuff in the top eight, I guess. <laughs> Is that? Uh... Yeah. As for me, I've been I've continued my Nuzlocke on Leaf Green. I've been playing some Pokemon White. I play a lot of like Pokemon games sim- simultaneously. Mm-hmm. That's kind of just like a relaxation thing to like also keep up on like plot elements I might have missed or something, or forgot elements, about. or just like things that happen in games that I forgot about. Like I I was playing White for a while, and then I put it down. And so like I opened it up. I already had all Elite badges, but I hadn't beat the Elite Four yet. And so I'm like, oh, okay. And so I totally forgot about white version. When you go to uh, when you go to Victory Road, mm-hmm. it is like one of the coolest things ever. I totally forgot it was like that. Yeah. Um, they like remind you of all of the gym leaders, like for mm-hmm. each badge. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, other than that, I as I was talking to you guys before, I bought a 3ds XL <laughs> on Craigslist. Why? What, what possessed you? Did you not already own? Hey. I, I already own two 3DSs other than this one. Um, Jeez. Uh, I own the new 3DS XL. I purchased that on launch day. And I also own uh, the Fire Emblem Special Edition 3DS. So if you already own a, three, a new 3DS XL, what possessed you to get a... A 3DS XL, right? Um, so oh... so I'm going to get a capture card for like, some future content. Okay. Um, the, future, the capture cards are significantly cheaper if you send in the system yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you they mod it for you. It's significantly cheaper. It's like you save like yeah. if, if, say if I already had the system, I think you save somewhere around two hundred thirty, two hundred forty dollars. Wow, holy crap! And so, uh, so I spent eighty bucks on a used 3ds XL. It's in like superb condition. Wow. And okay, cool. So I'm gonna. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get my Fire Emblem one modded. Yeah, no, you want to keep keep that protected. And since I actually, like, go to nationals and stuff and go hang out and play Pokemon on a regular basis, I uh, they removed the IR port when you get the capture card. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to take out the IR port on my new 3DS XL. Right. And so I'm just like, well, I need to get another one then. And I did. 
So yeah, look for future Puckle content in like the next three months. Right on. I'm working on it. I'm working on a lot of stuff. But right now I have to work on my candidacy exam so I can actually get my PhD. Yeah, that might be a little bit of a priority. It might be. Because you, you're doing real degrees. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, let's kick it over to the news because there's a lot to talk about there. So, cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in! And on to the news, so first let's start with, uh, start this on a very somber note, which is like very odd for the Puckle podcast. But, it's, uh, well, it's, it's, it's it, it, no, no, it needs to be room. done, it needs to be done. Yeah. Uh, uh, because Satoru Iwata, uh, the CEO of Nintendo died earlier last week. Literally, uh, we found out about this right after we finished recording the podcast. Yes. And so we didn't have time last week to address this. And that's actually like a really, uh, it's really a big blow, I guess, to some extent. Well, it's. I, I, feel, I don't know if it's a big blow so much as it, it's. Like, it's just sad. It is. Yeah, it's a. I, I think like this past week, everybody's heard all the anecdotes about like mm-hmm. the things that Iwata have done. Exactly. Specifically for Pokemon, like you know how he he managed to fit. Uh, like he was the person responsible for getting Johto and Kanto on. Not, well, not, so, not even that. Johto wasn't going to fit entirely yeah, right. on the Johto cartridge. Was not going to fit. He yes. made Johto fit and then made Kanto fit also. Yes. So everybody knows that he was he was like this super tech like gifted prodigal dev. Yeah, he dev, also like, what was it? He uh, took the entire um, uh, battle engine and then ported it in a week to the N sixty four for Stadium One. Right, and all of that is like super important for us as Pokemon fans. Like this is stuff that mm-hmm. like you know that's what Gen two was legendary for having both regions in there at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I think it, all that's important, but we. What we need to understand is that his his importance goes beyond just the realm of games that we've played. Like, oh, obviously, he, he he affected the entirety of gaming. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but the former, the president before Awada, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Hiroshi Yamauchi, mm-hmm. um, he was like he was not an Awada type. He was very much a businessman. You know what I mean? Like, he, he was mm-hmm. a guy yeah. who was about bottom lines and investors, and you know that's. Has its own merits, but what Iwata brought to Nintendo was a, a, he was an, oh he was a face, you know what I mean? He was a face to this organization, yeah. Like, and it it like brought in an uh, an era of transparency that didn't really exist in video games before then. Like, video games for the most part came from faceless corporations, with the exception of like you know the Doom games had their developers who everybody knows very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but Iwata. He he changed things. Like he was a very progressive president and CEO. Like he was, you know. And I think that it it we take that for granted now that we just know the presidents of companies. It was it was something that we that just didn't happen before before Iwata came in. Like you you wouldn't know who the 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 CEO of Sony was, no. you know. And you certainly didn't see him talking to the community. And Iwata asks is like oh yeah. We, t- we take oh, that super yeah. for granted now, but he was d- doing this stuff way before anybody even thought about it. Like, he he changed Nintendo and gaming forever, and his legacy cannot be understated. Um, he, was not, 
he was not only a, a CEO, but he was a game developer, which gives it that we're game developers and we're run by game developers. And before right. that, he, he was a gamer. He's a gamer. And so we're not only game developers run by game developers, we're gamers run by gamers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they... Exactly. It's such a great message, such a great image. Yeah, he changed the image of Nintendo. Like, we think about Nintendo as, like, this stodgy, like, Japanese company, but... Really, we 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 know so much about them now, like the people behind yeah. Nintendo, because of people like Awada. Yeah, no, um, we like you watch Nintendo Direct, and you have all of the higher ups. Oh my it. god, Nintendo Direct, like that that was under Awada's supervision. Yeah, of like, course, that, that was his, his baby. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Um, I think and... that's one. Of, like you don't see any other company doing that. No, like they that... don't put out. I mean, there yeah, are some downsides weird. to Nintendo Direct, and there are some weird things that Nintendo does. Granted. And maybe that's still left over from how it was a very, very traditional Japanese company before yeah, Awada took over, part. Uh, which is it's probably still forming to become like a much more familiar company, I guess, to some extent. Uh, but I mean, they're definitely like steps where it's much a much more personal company. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I never feel like when somebody's just like Nintendo has this much money, I just never think about that. I'm I'm always shocked because I'm just like, it feels like. It, it almost has, like, a mom-and-pop feel, you know? Oh, yeah. Because I know that any game that is published by Nintendo uh, for their consoles is, like, made with love. and Yeah. Like, it, There's it's a like, passion behind their games. Yeah, and, uh, like, you don't get that with your annual release games, like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And, it, it, and it's stuff, it's but... transparent. I don't know. Like, it, it, it's mm-hmm. very... I feel I, have, like, I have a personal connection with Nintendo because I know yeah, the people who's running it and the passion that they have. And yeah, that that just it, it was unprecedented, mm-hmm. you know, in the industry. And it, it it's sad to see that that uh, it's sad for him to pass at such a young age. He died at fifty five. Yeah, it's but, very young. Uh, um, he had a huge he had like, he left behind a huge legacy, and you're like. Gaming is not going to be the same. It's going to be a huge shoes to fill, and I'm really curious to see who Nintendo chooses to fill those shoes. Um, currently, they have um, Miyamoto, and then uh, the the other uh, I can't remember the other I guy. His name too. Yeah, they're cur- they're currently like temporarily filling in his mm-hmm. jobs, but it's it's such a massive undertaking, and uh, he obviously had plans in place for Nintendo going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah. I'm very interested to see where this takes the company. Like, not saying that. I mean, I w- this this talk is more as if he were to have left Nintendo as opposed to suddenly dying. Um, and yeah, there there are, there are plans in place, and his legacy mm-hmm. will continue. Uh, and obviously, yeah, I just I'm very interested to see what direction the company goes in once uh, they do find a new CEO. Miyamoto stated that that they want to maintain uh, the vision that Iwata had mm-hmm. for Nintendo as a company, and I think that's. Uh, honorable. I think that's the honorable thing to do. Oh, I agree it's honorable, but you're, you're still gonna, at some point you're gonna have a new CEO who will, like, they might go in the spirit of a lot of, but things will be slightly different. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah. Uh, that was I, very sombering. Uh, yeah, it's it's just, you know, uh, I, I think everybody, I think everybody at Puckle would, would like to say mm-hmm. a big thank you to Iwata. Um, mm-hmm, for sure. For, for, for everything that he did for Nintendo and gaming and uh, and for the fans, mm-hmm. he was very much a for the fans guy, and that's you don't see that often. Instead of pouring one out for Iwata, I say uh, we should all go to our box and release one for Iwata. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, so let's let's lay that lay that to the bed for now. And mm-hmm. on. Let's talk about some Pokemon. Uh, yes. 
So last week I talked about how there was uh, the new trailer for the movie that come, that's coming out in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we saw like a, more than likely a new Zagard form. Sure. Yes. But uh, there's also uh, from that trailer, which wasn't mentioned until earlier this week uh, or later this week, another Pokemon that shows up in that trailer. Uh, it's a really weird looking thing because all that we have are drawings because you're obviously not allowed to like take pictures in a movie theater. And you get this, uh, you it's just like this little blob squiggly thing with like one eye. And I don't know, I like it could be a Gen 7 Pokemon. Uh, I'm going to say it's probably a Gen 7 Pokemon. And Ethan, it's just like we were talking about last week. Uh, it's been so long since we've had like Pokemon Mystery. revealed in a movie before the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been so long. Because you never, you didn't get any like Gen Five Pokemon revealed in like Gen Four media. You, mm-hmm. and you didn't really get any Gen Six Pokemon revealed in Gen Five media. God, I love how crude this drawing is. I mean, it's just so. Yeah. Which one? The first one or the second one? The the the, the um the one that's the newest I've... one's a lot better. Is it on Cerebi? Yeah, on Cerebi. I'm on the Bul- Bulbapedia version. I'll go to Cerebi. I'll go to Cerebi. There's a second oh, yeah. one that's much mm-hmm. much better. Yeah, that's... Oh, I see. It's still pretty funny looking. Yeah, it's still funny looking, and it could possibly be a Gen 7 Pokemon, so... Am I the only one that gets sort of a like a timer vibe from that? Like, like what do you mean? The, the way the face looks, looks kind of vaguely like a, like an egg timer. Ah, uh, no, I'm just Maybe thinking... Maybe I'm a crazy person? Okay. I think you're a crazy person, yep. I've only um... knew this. Uh, what if I... I, I think it's a baby form. Yeah, I maybe. I don't know what for. It, it would be like the first form of something. It looks like a ghost. I don't know. It's apparently maybe. green. Oh, it's, it's definitely ghost type. It's oh, green. It's ghost poison. Maybe ghost grass. That'd be neat. That'd be, that would I don't be, know. I'm it's going to be... I'm, ghost poison. I'm very interested to see what it is. Uh, but this, like, I love that things are happening again in, like, pre-release media. Because this is the kind of stuff that gets me, like, hyped up more so... Than like Nintendo being like giving me a press release, you know? yeah, definitely. Like in the like in the show, they should release more Pokemon instead of just being like uh, plastered on the internet. Here's six new megas. Yeah, exactly. I like this so much better. Mm-hmm. I get so much more hype because of this stuff. It like this is the same so way. Long. Actually, this was the same way Trevenant was revealed. Um, Trevenant <clears throat> was seen in like a trailer for the first X and Y movie, and. Uh, he like everybody was drawing it, and I was just like, "That's really cool." I wonder what that is. Oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, the same way Trevenant was revealed, but it wasn't like nearly as big because like then they like literally revealed Trevenant like a couple months later. Uh, what this gets me really hyped for though is the fact that like we're probably getting Z version real soon, and I'm very excited for that. Yep. Very yeah, very yeah, excited what, for that. What if? Uh... So this new Pokemon, would mm-hmm. you speculate it's going to be in the next game we get, or in the next generation? Okay, so there are two possible things, because I saw I saw some, like, different colorations of it by a bunch of different people, mm-hmm. and so I have seen, like, a Zygarde kind of representation of the coloring of this Pokemon, Ooh. and so um, I'm not sure if it's going to be, like, it could ge- definitely just be, like, a Gen 7 Pokemon, which is mm-hmm. fine. Uh, definitely just fine with that. 
Uh, Misty and I were just talking, actually, on our epic Craigslist adventure to get a 3DS XL. Um, <laughs> uh, we were talking about, I'm just like, yeah, and like when our kids are like 14 or whatever, we'll be playing Pokemon, and they'll be like, Mom, Dad, we're going to go play on the hologram, and all that other stuff. Uh, Did you beat Lieutenant Surge yet? And then she, <laughs> yeah, exactly. not. <laughs> you don't get dinner till you beat Lieutenant Surge. Uh, but then, uh, the, then she's like, do you really want Pokemon to go on that long? And I go, yes. 100% yes. Uh, yeah. if they, if they do it like Gen 6, actually, if they, if they continue going in like Gen 6 style, where it's like, we only came up with like 70 Pokemon. I wouldn't I, be even that upset if they just like stopped doing gens altogether and just started releasing patches. I, I don't know if I, how I feel about patches. Uh, there's a lot of money to be lost in doing patches. Yeah, over just I'm, I'm the, the only person in the world, I think, whose favorite part of the games is exploring the regions. I think I'm a crazy. No, person. no, 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 no. Oh, okay, Ethan, I'm 100% with you. I'm a little upset uh, that uh, that Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire like kind of make you use those currently. Yeah, you know what I mean? I hate it if they because just... I really want to play in Kalos some more, and. You know, I, I would love yeah. to play in Kalos. Why wouldn't they make the games? Ugh, that makes me so mad. Yeah, I'm upset. That's why I I'm upset there wasn't an X and Y patch. Yeah, because like then if I could get if I could commu- like if they could communicate uh, efficiently, I would probably be a lot more down with uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire because I love X and Y, but right now that's not current. It's pretty much Gen Five. <laughs> yeah, so. and it's just it's really sad. It, is. it sucks. I, love I really, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Z so that I can be in Kalos again. Yeah. And I want, I want to breed. I don't care if there's no battle resort. I'll breed in Kalos again. I'll do everything. I just want to, like, I really enjoyed that region. I thought it was very well put done. And like, uh, episode one fifteen definitely like describes my feelings a lot better. Yeah. But I want a new region too. Uh, but yeah, I, would, I don't need a new region right now. Like, if they unlocked a couple extra areas, maybe, in, uh, in, in, uh, Kalos, that'd be kind of cool. But, you know, I really want to go back to Kalos. Also, I really love that music from Kalos. Yeah. Uh, that, That's maybe it's awesome. because that was the first time, like, I really cared about getting into the game music. Uh. Since Red and Blue. Yeah, since Red and Blue. Because, like, you know, when I was a kid, my parents were just like, could you shut off that sound? Right, where I'd be trying to, like, sneakily play Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I wasn't listening to the music. Like, in school or something. So I Yeah. Just... I wasn't listening to the music. And so, like, this time, like... And then I was living with roommates, and so I was just like, don't listen to the music. But then I was living alone. And so it's like, blast that music! And, and so I was just I like, just... guitar solo! I have a thought. Yeah. I have a thought. What if... The next Pokemon game was 50 years in the past, right? No. No, but here's the thing. Oh, shoot, that's an edit. 150 years in the past, and you're sit, like you're in weird, like, old-school Pokemon world where everything's, like, kind of retro, and... Whoa, you yeah, know, you're... you could call it Pokemon Conquest. Bingo. <laughs> that that <laughs> game's been made... <laughs> But, but like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Industrial Revolution America version of Pokemon. Where Maybe. I don't know. There's a lot I... of different distance between things, and it's a lot of natural environments that are really weird. I don't weird. think Pokemon are that old. I think Pokemon are more of a recent addition to the Earth. It, I think, think? it's more suggested that way. 
Yeah, no, be. it's not because, like in Kalos, well, they said three thousand years there ago, there's a flowette. Old Pokemon. You're right. There are several thousand year old Pokemon, but um, I don't know. Most of most of the Pokemon, I feel like. I think I think the modern version of going around and playing and, and like the Pokemon League. I think that's a relatively new thing for the world. Right. But or what if you're like? What if you're forging your own path and like you're just going out for discovery? It's a voyage of discovery rather than the voyage not, of conquest. They're not going to do that. But Pokemon ah. like Magnemite, Voltorb, uh, Mewtwo, a lot of these Porygon. Mm-hmm. Uh, those Mewtwo's Pokemon... been around forever, according to Conquest. <laughs> yeah, right. That's so inconsistent. I don't think it's canon, bro. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Pokemon Conquest. That's that's what I want out of a new Pokemon game. I want like a weird, completely different take on it. Pokemon are 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 newer additions to the world. Like they were just introduced in the past. 25 years or so. Unless we assume that the Pokemon universe is infinite and has this had this technology for uh, infinite. Amount. Give me an alternate reality. I don't care. Like, alright, like, alright. We need to wrap this up. I want to forage, darn it. We need to wrap this up. So, uh, I yeah. I like your idea, though. We should... We, we're probably going to get a game announcement in, like, the next, like, four months. And it won't be what I want. No, it won't, Ethan. No, it won't. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, after this short break, we're gonna go to the topic. Hey everyone, it's Viger, and I'm here to tell you that you should check out all the cool features that Puckle has. Puckle Podcast has a chat box where you can chat with me, fellow co-hosts, and other members of this wonderful community. We also have forums and even tournaments to participate in. You can follow us on social media such as Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Tumblr, and Reddit. You can be part of the show by sending us an email to pucklepodcast.gmail.com. Every show has about 20 minutes of emails, and we appreciate hearing from you. So check out everything Puckle has to offer. And on to the topic. So our topic today is... I don't know how long it's going to be. We're going to be talking about uh, video games that are like Pokemon, in a sense. Like, in the collection sense, I guess. And, like, other franchises. Because, uh... Uh, I want to start off by talking about Yokai Watch. That's what inspired this topic because okay. I've been. A lot of people have asked me about Yokai Watch, uh, and a lot of people have been like, "Thatch, do you think Yokai Watch is like a threat?" My favorite thing was I was talking to Yushiro the other uh, a few weeks ago, and that's when I'm just like, "We should do this topic," uh, because I was talking to him, and he's just like, "He's like, Yokai Watch. Oh, that's why there's no Pokemon game this year because Yokai Watch is coming out this year. So obviously they're not going to let them release a Pokemon game because it's competing." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." Yokai Watch is coming out this year because there's no Pokemon game this year. Because Pokemon decided they're not putting out a game this year. Uh, because uh, Yokai Watch, uh, as, for some of those people that don't understand, Yokai Watch is this new game that just was developed by Level Five, actually, like back in 2013. So it's a, it's a couple years old, and they've been doing yearly releases. And it's That's... a catch a monster game, and it has taken over the youth in Japan. If and I'm so mistaken, he has like. No doubt, uh, like a mega ring on his arm. Uh, it is called a yokai watch, both yeah, of that, that's a mega ring. <laughs> he keeps so his little yokai coins in there, so he so can summon the yokai. This game is developed by Level 5, who yeah. I really, really, really like. like They're really good. Five. No, no, uh, okay, okay, so I want to start this by saying I am going to get yokai watch when it comes out later this year in the United States. It is uh, set for localization at the end of this year. Now, I'm not sure which Yokai Watch we're getting, because there will be three of them in Japan at that point. Um, which I do think is, uh, which is probably detrimental to the series to some extent. 
for the localization. Level five, the US. level five has made some like really crazy amazing. Oh, they games. have. They, they like, like, like Professor they made, Layton, uh, Gene Dark, which is like this amazing PSP RPG game. Mm-hmm. It's like just completely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like obviously Professor Layton, Nino Kuni was re- really really cool. Yeah. Uh, the, okay, so Yokai Watch and everybody being like freaking out that Yokai Watch is when it comes to the U.S. is going to kill Pokemon or some nonsense. Huh. Uh, so, I, I'm going to explain a couple of reasons why it probably won't. First of all, saying that Yokei Watch is the new Pokemon is like saying that uh, One Direction is the new Beatles. Um, that's not true at all. They totally uh, are. They're the greatest band in the world. Shut up, Bosis. <laughs> they're, they're, they're legit my favorite band. One you Direction or know, the Beatles? You don't know you're beautiful. One Direction. Nope, oh. that's, that is my going story. Okay, my, I'll let you my, have that opinion. It's on my but, but on but on, like, but on, my on the actual favorite band, One Direction. <laughs> on the actual, the new T Swift album was good. Just could come out and say it. Yeah, right. no, it is. Uh, That's but, old news, and it's, of course it was fantastic. Okay, we're gonna stop talking about music. Um, Yo, that and get back to Yokai Watch. Uh, so Pokemon, Pokemon was like in the right place at the right time. Uh, it was before the internet, before people could actually find things out about it. Um, so, like, all of your information came from the TV show, came from commercials. And your friends. Yeah, and your friends. And so, like, that, that that's a different type of hype, I believe, than, like, other things. Also, if you look at Yokai Watch, it's going to be, uh, they, they do have an anime and they do have a toy line that's going to be coming out as well. And, yeah, maybe young kids will pick that up. I don't know. It's uh, worth noting that the, that the Yokai Watch movie was, had the highest opening weekend of any animated film in mm-hmm. Japan since 2000. Yeah, so, that's okay. true. It's that making bank. No, no, it's, it's doing well in Japan, and I, I give you it's doing well in Japan, Ethan, but I don't think it's going to do as well in the U.S. The art yeah, is really appealing. I, uh, I The art's really appealing to you, but I feel like it's more Japanese-inspired than yeah. Pokemon. Pokemon seems a lot more universal in its design aspects. Can I, uh, can I give a quick rebuttal? Yeah. Uh, I think when you said Pokemon came out at the right place, right time, um, yes, for the technology that it was. Yeah, exactly. You had, it was the pretty much the first collecting game, mm-hmm. or the first mass. That's not true, game. actually. Like There was, yeah, there were actually right. a couple others. But the, but the biggest one to sweep... It, it swept because it was using a multimedia marketing tactic. It was also really simple, yeah. right. I think is the thing. And, right. Um, but people now buy systems, I myself am proof, I bought the 3DS so that I could play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, I don't have any other games for it except for Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is like dot 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 Pokemon a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but um, if people want to start a new collecting game, I don't think they're going to go out and buy a 3DS. They're going to take the thing that they already have and it's their cell phone and just download one of the millions of mm-hmm great collecting games that are on there already. Uh, even then, I feel like the collection aspect... I don't, I don't know. Like, So, in the US, I have this feeling, because like, there have been there have been plenty of other games that came after Pokemon trying to imitate Pokemon, mm-hmm. such as uh, there was this game called Robopon uh, back in like the late 90s. It came out just after Pokemon. Mm. I feel, and like the whole aspect is you collect these little robots... And they can evolve if you give them parts or something. Dude, that's awesome. And yeah, it's a Game Boy. It's like a Game Boy game. No, no kidding. I'm gonna buy that. Yeah, it's uh, I, it's called Robopon, and it, they had two versions. Stellar. And, and so it was. Uh, 
Uh, it failed, obviously. Like, you just heard about it for the first time, and it's been out for, like, 16 years. Wait, which one were we talking about? Uh, Robopon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then uh, you know, it. there was also, uh, but even before Pokemon, there was Dragon Quest Monsters. Yes, DQM. Yeah, DQM, and it was essentially Pokemon. Given, granted, I think it was a bit more complicated system than Pokemon is. Dragon Quest Monsters is like, it, it it's gross. Yeah. Now, here's here's the thing. So I, I give you that. Like, like it's, it's 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 not nearly as aesthetically pleasing as Pokemon is, uh, mm-hmm. and it uses a lot of like monsters from Dragon Quest, of course. Yeah, obviously. Um, and I don't know. It's it's just not a it. it it's not as appealing. Uh, when was the first DQM game, actually, I think about it? It was before Pokemon, actually. Okay. It was like 97, 98. 98. Just that, before... that, that, that doesn't make it before Pokemon. Uh, when was it in 98? In the US or in Japan? Uh, Japan, September 95... Or September 25th, 1998. That doesn't... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Dragon Warrior... Dragon Warrior Monsters is what it's called in Japan. That's Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't think it's actually a comparable game. It's a very different system. Um, mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's uh, it's a compar- think- It's very like, comparable, and uh, I don't know. I I prefer what Pokemon is, obviously. But I feel like when we have like some kind of niche filled to some extent in the U.S. at least, we try not like we keep it filled. You know, we'd like DQM to see innovation. Is more JRPG. D- DQM is like much more of a JRPG than Pokemon oh, is. Oh, definitely. Like, Pokemon was very unique in that it was just go catch them all. The battle and... system is significant. Whoa. So I'm looking at some of these um, Robopawns here. Mm-hmm. I just want to chime in. Um, I, I found one that is pretty much like straight up Golem. Yeah. Uh, but, but also I found another one that is like straight up Nose Pass. That's Jet <laughs> Pokemon could have stole it from this. And here's one that is even more almost straight up. Um, it's all just based on Japanese what's the, lore. What's, uh, uh, no, the robots. Why can't I think? Braviary's pre-evolution. I can't. Uh, Rufflet? Rufflet, thank you. Uh, yeah, that guy, That this is like straight up Rufflet. Oh, they were designed by Atlas. I didn't even realize that. Super straight up. But yeah, it was, uh, there have been plenty of uh, catch-em games. And so like, the hockey I, it, I mean, if uh, I... Personally, um, this might not be 100% true, but I think that one of the things that will be the downfall of Yokai Watch, if anything, is that Saturday morning cartoons don't exist anymore. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, I, I, feel think... like, I feel like the multimedia uh, marketing aspect worked a lot better for Pokemon in that aspect. For uh, Because, well, because you, like I was waking up on Saturday mornings, I didn't have cable, uh, which upsets me now that I don't have cable because I can't watch Pokemon. <laughs> but you know, I have cable or TV in like five years. I I literally have an antenna. I have an antenna. Like there, there. If you get up, there's gonna be cartoons on those networks that are like you know appealing. But it the problem is people are just gonna go on the internet and watch videos of people screaming on YouTube instead. Yeah, that's true. Like it, kids aren't into that type of media anymore, um, and they could play Dota for free rather than buying yeah. this game. I, I don't know how it's going to work, and I I just have this very strong feeling that everybody who's freaking out thinking that Yokai Watch is going to... Like, I, I hope it is competition for Pokemon. Let me get that out of the way. 
I don't think it's. I don't think it's poised to be. Like it's, it's not. It's not. It doesn't room. seem to me. It doesn't seem poised to be. But I really want it to be comp- competition because, like, no offense, Ethan, uh, but Oraz didn't offer me enough innovation to that game. I mean, I I'm not saying it was a bad game. I'm just saying it didn't offer like much innovation. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see Pokemon have to like have somebody push them a little bit. You know, like we have to beat Yokai Watch. You know. <laughs> Kind of thing. I don't. I don't think it would ever get that far, but I do hope they're awesome games. I. I yeah. I'm definitely like I said. I I'm gonna buy Yokai Watch and I'm gonna play it. it. It might do it down the road, but I don't think this game is going to. There's mm-hmm. nothing to be lost by having a good, like alternative out there. No, yeah. no, definitely not. Only I, good things can happen. I love collecting things. So Pokemon's not going anywhere. Oh yeah. No. And I've it's caught not. all the Pokemon a thousand bazillion times anyway. I mean, I like. I uh, there's this really old video from uh, Blunty three thousand on YouTube. Oh my god! Uh, yes, I know of this fellow as well. Uh, he used to do like these stop motion like Lego videos before he yes, did a he bunch of called, gaming. It's called Meat Planet or whatever. Yeah, Meat Planet. And so there's this one where he talks about Halo versus Pokemon, and like his friends are like, "How many times do you have to catch a Pikachu before you realize you're playing the same game?" And he's like, "The fact that they can make me want to catch a Pikachu more than once." <laughs> Shows that it is an amazing game. Yeah. <laughs> right, do, we, do we want to jump into some of the other competitors? Oh, definitely. Like, uh, Digimon? Okay, Digimon. Oh, Ethan, did you hear how disappointing D- Digimon Try is going to be? Well, it's a movie series. Yeah, I'm so disappointed. I thought it was going to be a Why? season. Yeah. It's going to be the stories you want. It's just going to be in a different format. I, I know, I'm a little upset. I wanted, it's like, like an a OVA, TV show. I think. What? I think it's going to be, like, an OVA. Um, yeah. Which is not a, like that's not that's not a bad thing. I mean, I was really hoping that it was going to be something more. It'll be fine. You'll have fun with it. I I mean, I'm still going to watch it. Uh, Digimon. I don't know how popular it is anymore with the wow, kids. Wow, six part film series. Holy crap! Yeah, it's a six part film series, and it's all happening pretty much at once. Cool. Yeah, I I love watching episodes and not watching movies. Yeah, exactly. Because like, if I'm watching the movie, there's no like stopping point. Yeah, it's like, okay, well... Have, have you ever gone back and watched the Digimon series? Oh, it's yes, awful. I've done it here's, recently. Here's what the thing is, is that it's going to be, instead of getting six, six different arcs that are, like, really, like, you know, full of a lot of filler and don't mm-hmm. really go anywhere... They're going to get rid of the filler. Movie, you're going to get six movies that go places. With no filler. Okay. It's more okay. dense. Like That's fair. I'll, I'll, I'll take so, that. Just because... So they, yeah, that's true. So they don't uh, have to have, like, the, this is the Mimi episode. Yeah, let's yeah. wait. So time out. Yeah, let's yeah, not get too deep into Digimon. Okay. But... but there's always that, this one's the yeah. Misty episode. Yeah, exactly. This and so... The, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's just, like, uh, so Digimon, like, I don't know how big it was for anybody. Like, I don't know how the ki- if the kids even know what this is nowadays. Because Digimon, Digimon was, like, me? they've had... How many series? Like, six... Or seven. There's, I think there's seven now. There's um, seven. Is that including fusion, or is that is there one after fusion? I, I'm gonna have to look it up right now. I honestly don't know. Uh, Phil, Digimon Phil though time. came Phil out time. originally in uh, like 1999, right after Pokemon did. I, I think it was supposed to be some kind of response to Pokemon. There and are six. There are six. Six. Monsters. And they're uh, they go ahead and they yeah they have these monsters. It's very much like Mega Evolution. Uh, and yeah. they digivolve, and it's just like Mega Evolution because they can go back down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like Super Saiyan, but they can get stuck in their suit. It's weird. Um, it's yeah. all based on the internet, so everything is possible. Mm-hmm. And it's so like it's uh, they're stuck in the digital world, so they're stuck in computers or whatever nonsense. 
I think the distinction between Digimon and Pokemon is that the Digimon are actually characters. Rather yeah, than... that's that's yeah. okay. That's fair. Like Digimon actually like have characters versus the Pokemon where they have like vague characters. You know? Yeah, like, like the Pokemon has like characteristics. characteristics. But 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 Digimon has their distinct mm-hmm. like nuances to what they are as a character. They have their own arcs in a yeah. sense. Like it's uh totally true. Yeah. Um, and I would rather watch a Digimon piece of media than Pokemon piece of media. Oh, if, really. if I was given the option between watching, uh, I, I'm going to be very clear, uh, Digimon Adventures or Digimon Tamers. Tamers is the one, yo. Uh, Digimon, uh, because unlike Pokemon where it's all like one continuous arc, the different seasons are different characters and different stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were, as Ethan just said, six different series, and I'm pretty sure... Only maybe four of them are worth watching. Yeah, but that's better than Pokemon, where there's like one worth watching. There's like one season worth watching. Yeah, well, X and Y is actually supposed to be really good right now. Uh, Digimon Tamers is is like, yeah, it's startlingly perfect. like mature and brilliant because yeah. it, it, what happened was some of the writers from Evangelion came on it towards the end of the show. Evangelion, mm-hmm. the best anime ever made. Um, like, it's just brilliant and they do super dark things and it's not like grim dark but like rather mature things with these characters and their arcs are fascinating and like characters are fleshed out in a really nice way and stuff i I think that digimon as a whole was a much better uh like because they have video games and they still do because i was actually i was in gamestop today and like it just caught my eye there was a Xbox 360 game for like Digimon Battlers or whatever. It apparently, was. the most recent one was really great. The uh, I can't remember which one it is, but apparently it's very. Yeah, good. Digimon actually has video games, which is very surprising. And some um, of them are good. Like yeah, and the problem is it just never got as big as Pokemon, like in the video game market. I think the TV show much better, yes. much much yeah. better. Well, you don't you don't collect Digimon. No, you don't collect them because that's everybody that's gets one. That's been uh, yeah, you get one Digimon or you get so many Digimon that you work with. And you fight the rest. Mm-hmm. I think that was the aspect that put Pokemon, uh, kept Pokemon on top, rather. Yeah, it's, it's the obsessive collecting. It's a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's more of a, a different story. Pokemon is more of a concept, I think, that people like. Yeah, that was always frustrating me with Digimon because I wanted to collect them, like the Pokemon. And I just couldn't do that. I think the difference is you're supposed to build a bond with, these, with, with the Digimon rather than... Like, you're supposed to pick one that you identify with rather than a yeah. Pokemon team of, of essentially, like, statistics and numbers. Um, mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. But in the uh, battle games, you just pick it. Um, so, there are other Pokemon likes uh, out there, of course. Uh, one that I'm particularly oh, yeah. fond of is Fossil Fighters. Fossil um, Fighters? Really? Yes. So, Fossil Fighters is an unappreciated game. Uh, in the game, you go and find fossils and then you like excavate them yeah i never actually played fossil fighters yeah you see so using the touch screen you like drill and tap away and it's kind of like the underground in pokemon yeah and I you find fossils it. and you make them pokemon yes. i would say a game based on the pokemon underground in diamond and pearl i think that would be a really cool like phone app yeah that'd be a sweet game i'd play that that'd be actually like a really cool phone app release that and then be like oh you got this fossil and now transfer it to your pokemon game somehow or, or if you just, like, you get your fossil and then you go to the one hiker and you give him so many whatever orb. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it he revives your guy and then you have battles in your underground or something. Mm-hmm. I don't It'd be a cool game. I'd play that. That's true. Um, I like fossil fighters. There you there's, go. There's a new Jurassic World game out that's uh, 
I don't know, similar to Pokemon, um, your dinosaurs evolve, but you can also, like, breed your own dinosaurs. So you can make the Omnibitus Rex or whatever. <laughs> I, uh, another make... one that, uh, Misty got really into recently, actually, like, very recently, Puzzles and Dragons. It's supposed to be, like, you go and you fill out puzzles and you catch dragons, and then you can breed the dragons and evolve the dragons to catch all of the dragons. And so, like, uh, she had me sit down with her because on the eShop they had, like, a video of, uh, like, a half-hour video of, like, the developers talking about the game and playing it. And so the developers are going through, like, playing the game, and literally the entire time I could tell they were trying not to say, gotta catch them all. (laughs) And, like, it was hilarious. Because, like, she's like, yeah, there's so many different combinations. I'm about to play and, like, get them all and stuff. And, and like, because, you know, I've got I've got to. And then she, like, pauses. She's like, I'm going to need to, like, complete this. And I'm just like, I know what she wanted to say. And you don't want to draw that many parallels. So I, I looked up what the good Digimon game is. What is it? Uh, it is Digimon World for the DS. It's mm. fantastic. The game, the game is supposed to be just completely excellent. Wonderful. And th- then, have you guys ever heard of the game Lost Magic? No. Yes. Um, that. So yeah, Lost Magic was a was a Nintendo DS game came out in two thousand six, uh, and I like it's a Pokemon like uh, type game, and I think the distinct thing about it is that the art is very very pretty. It's very nice art. Okay. And, uh, like the overworld is is very nice looking. And, it's more exploration-based and stylized than mm-hmm. Pokemon is. Uh, yeah. That's just another, like, Pokemon-like that kind of got swept under the radar. A lot... Okay, first of all, a lot of Pokemon-like games got swept under the radar. Yeah. Let's, let's be completely honest. Like, almost absolutely all of them. I think this is the first time with Yokai Watch about to be released that I've heard about any of them in any large respect. Mm-hmm. I think Yokai Watch is the first one. And the only reason think... it got built up is because the Japanese culture got built up around it. Well, also, there's the... I mean, it's not artificial hype, because people are playing the games. Oh, I don't think it's artificial hype. I'm saying, I'm not saying that the games are bad. Again, Ethan, I said I was going to buy this game in December when it comes right. out. I think the thing is is that it's a level 5, who is like, it's a seal of quality if the game has a level 5 stamp on it. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? true. Like, they, they don't really make that... I think they only have, like, a two or three kind of flops in their mm-hmm. uh, backlog. And, and the idea of level 5 making a Pokemon-like is really interesting, because I, I love their games. I, I think I think it'll go over well to some extent. I do not think it will it will take place of Pokemon. No. But rather be an addition to people's library. Uh, That's what just I, because... Is, is that... Just because I feel like it's going to be more JRPG than people yes. expect. And that's the kind of thing that turns off the American market for some reason. Uh, the I JRPG-ness. Just, this is a weird side note that's completely irrelevant to the conversation we're having. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see... This is going to be probably a controversial opinion, but I would really like to see Pokemon make a return to sprite-based combat. Sadly, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so either, mm. but I really don't like the 3D models as much as I like the sprites. I mean, they're kind of ugly. I really like one yeah. of the things I did get very excited for when I was uh, when I was playing Pokemon, like getting new Pokemon games before Gen Six. Was I was really excited to see the new sprites for some of the old Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, like, I agree with you in that in some of those aspects, and it makes me really sad that we did lose all of that to some extent. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It would be really nice to see if they could bump up the shell shaded game just a little bit. 
because I really hate like Sky Battles ruined a lot of it. I think because they put a lot of Pokemon like flying type Pokemon in awkward poses. Like yeah. I hate seeing Skarmory like constantly flying. Yeah, I'd like to see it land and like you know try to peck at things or something. You know, mm-hmm. I think Yokai Watch uh, is more story based than Pokemon. Oh, it is. It's definitely more story based. And, like, you don't catch the yokai, per se. They give you a little, like, the yokai, if you beat them or something, will give you, like, a little coin. And you can summon it when you want to. Uh, I also heard, I, I saw some demos for the battle system as well, and it didn't look nearly as good. Hmm. And uh, it was it seemed more oh, like... Oh, is it 3-on-3? Is it three three? it, it's uh, sometimes, but from what I saw, is like, the battle system, they're, like, dials. It looks like it might be time-based rather than, like... Uh, turn-based. I feel like we should know more about this. I We should, and the thing is, the game's not out in the U.S., so I haven't had it time looks, to play it. It looks very pretty. And it, I think the way you discover the yokai is different. It's yeah, interesting. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we can talk more about it, like, probably once the game comes out, but again, this is a Pokemon podcast, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah. this is the topic for this well, This episode. is the topic, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the topic's about how it's going to compete, and I don't know how well it's going to compete. It but, will. I, I don't think it's uh, gonna. It I don't to. think it's going to take place of Pokemon though. I think Pokemon is very safe, especially in the U.S. market. I feel hey like guys. Yokai Watch is going to be kind of swept under the rug, but not entirely. It's going to be more. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to have. It's going to have the same level of success of success as like Professor Layton or something, and it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be kind of there at the same time as Pokemon, but not really replacing Pokemon. If you know what I mean. I think it'll be a, a well-known uh, game among gamers or people who know mm-hmm. about games, but I don't think it'll be a household name like Pokemon. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's also too... I think Thatch brought up the point earlier that it is very Japanese. It's yeah, very it's, it's got a much more Japanese feel to it than... Like, I dig the art a lot, but I know probably 9 out of 10 people don't. If you show a kid a Pikachu and you show a kid uh, Whisper from Yokai Watch, the kid's going to pick Pikachu. <laughs> Unless he's yeah. tired of Pokemon and it's nonsense. <laughs> Unless he wanted the Battlefront Tian Auras or something. Show uh, me the real biz. Alright, so either way. Uh, I guess that's it for the topic. So let's go it to the commercial. It was but we got it done. <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll go to the commercial break. So catch you guys on the flip-flop. Do you like the effects of Green Taurus but don't like the taste? Do you want to drink Green Taurus without becoming a fat slob who only plays video games? Well, I got the drink for you. It's called Lean Tauros. It's the diet alternative to Green Tauros. Sure, you'll probably get cancer because of the aspartame and fake sugars inside the drink, but at least you won't get fat. Lean Tauros. It'll give you hoof. Poke of the episode. And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 614, Beartick, the freezing Pokemon. According to its Pokemon White Pokedex entry, uh, it freezes its breath to create fangs and claws to fight to, of ice to fight with. That's cold actually northern, really cool. Cold northern areas are its habitat. Yeah, it's neat. That's a cool concept. It has a base stat total of 485. It's not... Okay, so it's not the greatest. It's, a, it's in the PU tier. Mm-hmm. Which, which is absolutely fighting. the lowest it can go. Would you guys support me if I only started fighting in the PU tier? Uh, I would support you if you just started fighting. Yes! 
Yeah. All yeah. right. PU tier, here I come. Uh, it does have a pretty abysmal like speed stat, which is fifty, and tied with its type together with its ice typing, it uh, it's not very good. You know, it's fighting rock, steel, and fire, and it's only resistant to ice. Yeah, and its defenses aren't there to like beef it up either. Like its its defenses are base eighty, and its HP is base ninety five. However, it does have that base like one ten attack. Which is, is just is bear tick objectively the worst type or not bear tick uh ice objectively the worst type? I don't know uh, if you can say so. objectively. I mean, if to be defensively, it's definitely one of the worst. Mm-hmm. Like with poison type, it is probably real close. Mm-hmm. And uh, the pro- the problem is the type the its weaknesses just happen to coincide with some of the most popular types at the moment. Yeah, and that's the problem. That's really the big problem. And so, like, uh, the reason bear ticks are actually really cool is because, uh, what's it say? Scrawn was trying to use one at uh, Nationals when I was playing against him. He was playing doubles, and he had, like, this really weird team with, like, bear tick on it. And uh, <laughs> I, I still beat him. But it was a very interesting idea, and it actually countered, uh, it almost countered uh, Landorus Therian. Huh. Did he use Trick Room or something? No, it, he should have used Trick Room. Trick Room, I think, would have been a lot better. Uh, I might have wiped out the rest of his team like way too fast for him to be able to set anything up. Wow, these these uh, abilities kind of trash. Oh yeah, uh, he has snow cloak and Swiss. Snow cloak would be really good in BGC if you were yeah, running like sure. mega Obama snow or something. But like, come on, yeah, there are better op- yeah. there are better options out there. Like, as if Bear Tick doesn't have enough weaknesses, Obama snow's got way more. Yeah, it's... yeah, and so in snow cloak would be really good if you keep the hail up. Uh, Swift Swim's not bad. There's a lot of teams that are based could, on Swift Swim. Actually, Swift Swim Bear Tick is an interesting idea. Cause... That would that would make up for its abysmal speed stat. Mm. And in doubles, that's a little bit more viable because uh, getting the weather set up is a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also, you don't have to worry about the weather conditions like running out because most VGC matches are over within like 10 turns. Well, yeah, most... Oh, yeah, no, I guess not. Never mind. And so Scrawn, I think, was running a very similar set to uh, this one. He was running Icicle tra- Crash, uh, Superpower, possibly. I don't remember. I remember Icicle Crash. Uh, I'm um, try to get Aqua Jet this. and Swords Dance. And you run Swift Swim, and you put, him on a, uh, you put him on a rain team, obviously. And maybe Life Orb to get a little bit more out of that base 110 attack. And you make it adamant, obviously, because you don't need that special attack. And you throw, you max out attack, and he max out speed. And it should work. Uh, let me do the damage calculation, actually, really quick. Because that might Oko uh, Landorus Therian, if you're lucky. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, anything interesting in the trivia? About... No. Nope. no nothing at no. all? No, there's nothing interesting. Uh, really? There, there is trivia here. Uh, what is the trivia? Guys, guess what? Guess what bear tick is based on? What? Based on a polar bear. What? His the name, name is a combination of bear and arctic. Or possibly beard, because oh, wow. of its icy beard. Really? <sighs> uh, Icicle Crash will Oko a uh, Landorus T. If it's Choice Scarf. I like Tun Bear better. Tongue Bear? No, Tun Bear. Tun Bear? What's that mean? Tundra? Oh. That is a better name. I do like that name, actually. That's actually really good. That- it's worth noting that uh, that its Prevo, Cubchu, is uh, a contender for the cutest Pokemon of all time. 
got a drippy nose. It's adorbs. It's adorable. That's good to know. Um, Bear Tick is one of the three bear Pokemons. There's Ursaring and oh Pangoro. god, Pangoro. That's right. Pangoro, so, I think, is worse than Bear Tick. Probably. Um, but so now we have a uh, we have a brown bear, we have a polar bear, and a panda bear. I think. Are there any more bears? We should get a Banff, like, fire grizzly bear next. Did you know that Did polar bears actually... are actually, because, like, the ice caps are melting, they're coming further south? And yeah. so they're meeting up with grizzly bears, and they're mm -hmm. mating, and then they have babies, which are named growler bears. What? What? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh we'll my god, they're totally bear. a thing. These yeah, are... growler bears are a thing. Would... Do you think I made that up? No, I, I didn't think that. I'm just like, this is weird. <laughs> Man, it's like, it has the worst evolutions of both of the breeds. Yeah. Because it can't hide in the wilderness like like a grizzly, and... I mean, what's a hunting a polar bear? I mean... Yeah. Other than Santa Claus with the delicious Coca-Cola. It's got far too much fur for its environment. I mean, it depends on its environment. Hmm. Well, this is this is crazy. Yeah, I think its environment should be a zoo. <laughs> I like the Pizzly better. <laughs> the Pizzly. Either way, uh, yeah, that's it for Pokemon of the episode. If you want to learn more about competitive Pokemon, again, to it, you can go obviously to PucklePodcast.com. Read any of the articles written by Sublime or uh, Jushiro. We should talk about TCG card here first of all before I forget. I would like to talk. I need to. I need to be better about this. I keep forgetting to get them ready beforehand. Uh, there are actually five bear tick cards. Only one of them is in rotation right now because I forgot to mention that they did uh, reveal the new the new uh, rotation and what's playable, and it's only all X and Y cards. Huh. So uh, bear tick. There's one bear tick card. Is that right? Are there hmm? four X and Y sets and two uh, uh, ruby sapphire sets? I mean, those are still X and Y sets, technically. I'm, I know, but I'm saying, so. There, but there were four X and Y sets before those sets? Uh, I believe so. So there was X and Y, then there was Flash Fire. Uh, then there was the... Furious, Furious Fist. Fist. And then the Phantom Forces. Phantom Forces, Primal and, Clash. Yeah, and then... Uh, and then, and then Roaring Skies. So there's six in rotation right now? Uh, those, yeah, those are in rotation right now. And Is then it's very soon we're going to get Ancient Origins. Ancient Origins? Yeah. That sounds awesome. Okay, so there's one Bear Tick card in play. It is a Furious Fist card. And uh, I don't think it's actually very good. Uh, so, along with uh, being in the games, it also sucks in the TCG. <laughs> it does, uh, it sadly. No Pokemon powers or ability... Uh, Pokemon powers are not a thing anymore. It has no abilities, mm -hmm. I don't think. Uh, its attack probably costs three energy and doesn't do that much. It, it, okay, so he's got two attacks. Uh, the first one's called Igloo Hold, which is one of the cooler names in the TCG move. Uh, it's double colorless. Sounds like a Digimon attack. Yeah. Um, and yep. this attack does 20 damage for each uh, each energy in your opponent's active Pokemon's retreat cost. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, so it's based... 20 more damage. It's 20 plus 20 damage for each retreat okay. cost. Uh, fun fact about the retreat cost, it's based on weight. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Uh, that would explain why Bear Tick has a retreat cost of four energies. Yep. 
Sometimes Fair it's based on speed, but most of the time it is based on weight. Hmm. That's why ghost Pokemon almost always have no retreat cost. That's oh. weird. Uh, uh, he I also like has a second attack, which is two water energy and two colorless. And it's called Mountain Drop, and it does 80 damage, but it'll do an additional 40 if there's a stadium card in play. Big deal. It's uh, definitely not one of the best Pokemon cards. Bear Tick is a, uh, what I like to call, a filler Pokemon. Why yeah. filler? Well, I like to call Gen 5 filler Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> I like Gen 5. I don't much. Oh. Um, yeah. stuff. Uh, we, got, we got Hydreigon from Gen 5. We got Galerp. They're okay. If you want to, if you want to know more about uh, any of these things, obviously, you can go to PucklePodcast.com, read any of the articles, or even come to the chat box and talk to us about it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, without further ado, though, let's move on to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails. Your mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome back. As always, our mail... Mailbag is brought to you by Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hopes. And if there's, once again, anybody worthy of receiving the mailbag badge known as the Green Tauros badge, uh, we will select them and let them know. Uh, yeah, so without further ado, we'll dig into our emails. Our mailbag question last week, which is uh, something that we have as a prompt for people to answer, is have you played any like non-Pokemon games that are like Pokemon? So let's get right into it. So our first one is from Jestern. Hi, this is Jestern. I'm new. Whatevers. Uh, my favorite Pokemon-like, kind of roguelike, right, were Chow Racing and Chow Fights in Sonic Adventures 2. I'd spent hours scouring the game for red, green, blue, and yellow power-ups for the new animals, which might give my Chow... Is it Chow or Chow? What? How do you say it, Ethan? Do you know? Chow. Uh, it's Chow. It's Chow. K.O.? Chow. Okay. It's Chow. Some fantastic new trait like wings or fins. Sadly, the competitive gameplay consisted of nothing more than watching cute critters with simple AI struggling to perform simple tasks, such as pushing a block or swimming without taking a nap for tripping. There was something endearing about them trying trying too hard to perform the simplest of tasks. Over time, Sonic Adventures went from being my favorite GameCube game to a way to support my newfound Chow friends. Looking back, it reminds me a lot of Pokemon and me. I'm a budding hobbyist game dev, and I hope someday to build a Pokemon clone that's app-based. Also, instead of monsters, you have robots and upgradable legs and arms, which boost your stats and provide you four attacks. It will be a simple app, little more than pleasant graphics, random wilderness battles when you collect parts, uh, and tournament battles where you try to be the very best bot builder, like no one ever was. Y'all are my faves. Peace out. Uh, next one is from uh, Celebrandos. You got this one, Ethan? Sure. Okay. Hello again, Poker Crew. Celebrandos here. Uh, would you guys mind not playing the Lavender Town theme out of speakers on the tower? Seriously, every time I walk through Lavender Town, that music freaks me out. 
Mostly no. Because, <laughs> mostly because a couple Gengars think it's hilarious to jump out of alleys to scare me. Fortunately, my T-Tar finds them annoying as well. Um, I can't, I actually cannot say Tyranitar anymore. I can only say T-Tar. This is me, Ethan, speaking here. Uh, <laughs> it just makes sense to me. Yeah, I, to the... uh, I did that in TCG for a long time when uh, Tyranitar EX was rampant. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it was the only thing anybody ever called it was T-Tar. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a nice abbreviation. Like, that's how you knew somebody was a noob was when they said Tyranitar EX. You're like, yeah. yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay, on to the mailbag. The only Pokemon game, Pokemon-like games that I've played are Persona 4 and Shin Megami Tensei 4. Uh, those aren't true Pokemon clones, but both series have monster collection aspect to them. The Personas of Persona 4 and the Demons of Shin Megami Tensei are really fun to collect. And there is uh, actually an aspect, a fusion aspect that is more that is, jeez, there is actually a fusion aspect that is used to get more powerful creatures to use. Yes, in Shin Megami Tensei, um, this is Ethan speaking again. Uh, you, you can fuse together personas, uh, and, and there's like a, you can do up to like four at a time, and it's crazy, and it's just like super in-depth, uh, fusion system. Uh, it's a great game, by the way, Persona 4. I, I think everybody knows that at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, there's a lot more phallic imagery in Persona 4 than there is in Pokemon. Ah, uh, uh welcome yeah. to the world of, like, JRPGs. Right. Uh, back to the, back to the email. Uh, as for how much I enjoyed them, I love Persona 4. It was essentially a more po a difficult Pokemon game with a decent story and stats for your main character as well as the personas. Uh, decent story, come on, bro. It's amazing. It's fantastic. It's so well written. Uh, uh, Shin Megami Tensei, on the other hand, was one of the most difficult games I've ever played. You start out on a normal difficulty where one critical hit will kill your character if you don't resist the hit. You have the option to buy a hard difficulty when you're guaranteed to die in one hit. Uh, if you die too many times on the normal mode, easy mode is unlocked, which is essentially normal in any other game. The demons are also only collected if you talk to them and convince them or trick them into joining you. Uh, yeah, Shimagami Tensei is notoriously insanely hard to play. Um, they're not terribly accessible games for people who don't play a ton of JRPGs. And like to to really play Shimagami Tensei, Thatch and and Bo, mm -hmm. uh, you essentially have to learn to break the battle system <laughs> as much as possible. Like that, that that's what the game is built around is ruining the battle system. Um, moving on. Uh, outside of gaming, I used to love Digimon. I stopped watching it when the shows uh, stopped really connecting with each other and they were giving random fan service to the original Digimon. Seriously, why was something Greymon in every season? Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the green tours last something week. Something Greymon. Yes. I realized yeah. very quickly that, like, as a kid, I thought, like, Digimon was, like, a very, like, wide, thought-out world, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, like, I came to the realization, like, watching it, like, not that long ago that there are only so many Digimon, and then they just kind of reused the names over and over yeah. again and made slight variations to them. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like, there really weren't that many Digimon. Nope. They didn't and really need to be, though. They yeah, pulled a bunch fine. out of their butts when they needed them. But they could because there was no uh, Digidex. Uh, should I take this next one? I got, by, this, one. Uh... I got this one. I got it. Oh, My... from uh, Snowman Ears, bro? Yeah. Uh, after failing to receive his mailbag badge, Snowman Eaters, bro, or Snowman for short, is back to win your hearts and affection. Pokemon-like games I've played? It's more like games I haven't played. I remember little Snowman pulling out his DS every day to play his Spectrobes game. Ooh, Spectrobes I... is good. I, I never played Spectrobes. 
Neither yeah, did I. I always thought it looked interesting, though. Uh, I would play for hours every day, but sadly never bested the final boss. Oh, the nostalgia. Sadly, in retrospect, that game was horrible and a pathetic excuse for a game. And my... I disagree. Which game? Uh, Spectrobes. Oh, no, that's not, not that bad. I, I also remember playing a Digimon game as a runt snowman. I loved Digimon and wanted to catch the Digimon I knew and loved. I rushed home and stick it in the DS and discover it's a Sim-style game. You had to build a house for the critters and could only have so many. That's one thing that like people didn't realize is Digimon actually started out like as a Tamagotchi, which is a word that a lot of people don't know what it means anymore. But it's essentially like this little pet that you carried around yep. and like you cleaned up its poop. Mm-hmm. There's there's a new one for the phone out that's pretty popular. Oh, yeah? It's called Mola Mola, and uh, it's just a fish. The, huh. the funny thing is it's almost a Loma Mola. Well, that's because a Loma Mola is based on a, uh, a an ocean sunfish, which is actually, like, it, it, its, uh, it's uh, name is actually, like, Mola Mola. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what the game is based on. And literally, all you do is... Feed your fish and make it fatter until it dies. Really? And then you get an egg, and then it'll hatch into a new fish. That sounds really dumb. Yeah, but my roommates love it. I play Battle Cats, because Battle Cats is not dumb. Battle Cats. Let me look at this Battle Cats. The only only phone game worth playing is Desert Golfing. You guys play, like, really bad phone games. Do Do you not know what Desert Golfing is? No. It's brutally hard. They're, like, you get to a certain point where it's literally impossible to beat. It's pretty cool. You should check it Either out. Either way, keep reading the email. That's dumb. Oh, okay. Um, um, and you can only have so many. Uh, looking back, I realized no games captured my attention like Pokemon did. Pokemon. What is this accent? I, it's me being mellow. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and I'm also taking stretches on words for no reason. Um, <laughs> There's, there's one coming up that I can't wait to say. Um, Pokemon really made me fall in love with video games uh, and gave me a good childhood hobby. I'll never forget the joy I had when playing through my first game, Red Version, or playing my favorite game, Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> that was the word. That Ethan, was that was the word. That was the okay. word. Get it. Okay. Uh, I love Pokemon to its core, and as a closer... I want to thank you guys for what you do. We appreciate you. We appreciate you for what you do, Snowman. Yeah, thanks for listening. I just, I mean, if people listen to it, that's really, like, just getting emails is, like, the best part. Yeah. Just like. I like the part where we're getting super rich. Getting super rich is pretty cool, too. There's no super rich part involved in Pokemon. I took a limo ride one time. <laughs> <laughs> Limos, come on. From the Pokemanliest, Snowman. Okay, uh, I'm going to take this one and the next one. This is from the Glacian of Doom. Uh, to the trainers, in quotes, of Puckle. It is I, the Glacian of Doom, back for another electronic, ekeltronic email. Ekeltronic mail. I need to let everybody know how this was spelled. Uh, I do not regret to inform you that I have not played a Pokemon-like game. Too bad, the end. You're all right. All right, All right. I got this next one by Face Nuggets as well. Okay. Because that was so short. Face Nuggets. Hello, everyone that 
at that lovely weekly podcast called Puckle. It's fate. I like that he called us a weekly podcast because, like, we are a weekly podcast. Two years ago, I couldn't be called that. Yeah. Uh, we've done it for over a year. We're, I'm very impressed with us. Yeah, we're Puckle. Awesome. Now you get two, one hundred percent more for free. Essentially right. free. I didn't want to. I don't want to spoil it till the end. But we're now starting a three day a week podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Screw that. Yeah, because so we're not running out of topics already. <laughs> All right. Uh, hello, everybody at Puckle. Uh, it's Face Nuggets here for another mailbag. I have a few questions for you. One, has there ever been a war in Pokemon history? Not officially, but there has been... Uh, well, I guess there has in, like, 3000 when AZ, like, fired off the weapon. Uh, but there was also the theory in, like, Red Version beforehand that there was a war, and that's why there's no, like, adult men anywhere. Um, fan theories. There, fan there theory. are armies, however... Are there? Uh, there's a lieutenant, so we can safely assume... No, well, he was a lieutenant that fought in the war, and he was also American, actually, as well. The 3,000-year-ago war? No, not the 3,000-year-ago war. So there, so there is there is a, a war in recent history of Pokemon, because Lightning... Or Thunder... Yeah, Thunder-type Pokemon saved Lieutenant Surge in the war. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, two, are there police in Pokemon? Yeah, you battle them, like, all the time. Officer Jenny. Officer Jenny. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's the watch guards, the watchmen. Yeah. Usually, only battle them at night, though. Yeah, it's really cool. I like that mechanic a lot. Hey, ya hooligan! What are you doing out so late? You're ten past curfew. Uh, sorry, this was so short, but I... and then you're just like, get down on the ground. I my Pokemon just beat yours. I could kill you if I want it. <laughs> I will. And then they're just like, okay, okay, you can stay out. It's time for for Puckle to make a stand on police brutality. Sorry, this was so short, but I'd love it if you could still answer these for me. Uh, see you on the flip-flop, Face Nuggets. Alright, so somebody can take this next one by Hanakane. I'll do this. This is me. This is Have me. fun. This is me. Okay. Alright. Howdy, Thatch and fellow Puckalonians. Well, I've never been, been into any of the Pokemon rival franchises, so to speak, though I did watch a few episodes of Digimon when I was a kid. At the time, I thought it was pretty neat, though, I ultimately, it, though it ultimately failed to make an impact on me, and I lost interest quickly. Uh, nevertheless, since Pokemon is an RPG, I do have a recommendation for others to enjoy the genre. The game is called Final Fantasy Adventure. It's for the Game Boy. Uh, although it came out in 1991, it doesn't feel outdated, and the graphics still hold up. Yes, Final Fantasy Adventure is, is, is a terrific, mm -hmm. terrific game. Um, I, I don't know how anybody's going to get their hands upon it now, but it's, a, it's a, just a terrific... I think it's out somewhere. It's just fantastic. Like on Virtual Console? Maybe. Uh, Final Fantasy Adventures. Let me see if I can buy it. I don't know. We keep going, Ethan. Well, yeah, it's it's a great game. Um, did, did it came on. Yeah. What's what's that, Bill? Didn't they remake that for the uh, Game Boy Advance? I have a I have a slight like uh. Like no, a, I don't think so. No. Are you thinking of Final Fantasy Tactics? I might be. Final Fantasy Tactics also incredible. You know, there's a uh, bazillion Final Fantasy games that it's like uh, butter or light butter or fat-free butter. It, you know, it's, there's so many. There's, I could never count. It's a great game. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're all they're, they're all great. Yes, definitely. Sorry. Uh, for anyone familiar with Final Fantasy, this title is actually an anomaly. It's a one-off spin-off made by the same people who made Final Fantasy, but it's completely unrelated to anything else in the franchise. Uh, the mechanics, the story, the gameplay have absolutely nothing to do with previous games. So if you ever played one of the other titles and not been a huge fan, I'd still recommend trying this one out. 
There is no turn-based battle system in this game. Instead, you walk around with your weapon of choice and defeat your enemies by slashing away at them with good old B button. Uh, plays a lot like a classic Zelda. Aesthetically, it's strikingly similar too. The dungeons, keys, and a bird's-eye bird's view of the map. You even get to ride a bird-like creature later in the game, kind of like a Pona, uh, which you need to access certain areas. Much like Link, your quest uh, is to travel the breadth of the land and, uh, as you seek to restore order to the world. All the while, you encounter monsters and uh, encounter monsters and acquire new equipment that is necessary and complete to, uh, to complete some of the dungeons and unlock certain parts of the overworld. Just like in a Zelda game, the game is laced with uh, hints to point you in the right direction without telling you what to do, which makes it a lot of fun. There are no heart pieces, however. Instead, you level up by gaining experience from defeating your enemies, which you can then use to improve whatever stat you like. Attack, defense, magic, etc. Story sucks, you ride in from the word go. Uh, the very first sequence of the game, you're trapped in a cage-like arena where you're forced to fight a huge beast for the entertainment of the Empire. Sort of like in Gladiator. Uh, I'll let you find out the rest of the story for yourselves, but I'll just cap this off by saying that the music is right up there with some of the most memorable I've ever heard. It's so popular, in fact, that the soundtrack was reworked for a classical symphony orchestra. Sort of like Symphonic Evolution Store. Unlike Evolutions, however, there's a CD available for purchase, which is awesome uh, for music fiends like me. On a side note, I saw a guy on Passerby whose tag was Free Hoopas. I assumed <laughs> he was probably another troll in the sea of Passerby trollness, but I thought, what the hell, you lose nothing by trying, so I hit him up for a trade. He immediately accepted my request, and to my surprise, he actually did have a box full of Hoopas ready for distribution. I offered him my Victini, but he did that thing where you write a message for a Pokemon's nickname and saying, just anything. So I guess he meant any Pokemon would do in return. However, I never like to take something without giving something in return, so I gave him my Victini anyway. Uh, I even got a couple more Hoopas from him, too. So if anyone he wants them, I'd be happy to give away some spares. However, the demand ex uh, should demand exceed reply, I might give them out a reward for winning a quiz if, uh, to make it fairer, or perhaps for de defeating me in a battle uh, instead. Who knows? For anyone who's wondering, I did check its ID, and it is indeed a, uh, the Invent Hoopa being distributed right now. My guess is they probably got a legit one and then simply cloned it a bunch of times. Which, may, uh, which I suppose makes it quasi-legit, in case anyone's bothered. Uh, that's all I have for now. Hit me up for the, uh, about those hoopas. I'll see you all in the chat. Hanakane. Uh, um, uh, so, Final Fantasy Adventures had a remake made in 2003 for the Game Boy Advance called Sword of Mana. I thought wait, so. Wait, 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 wait. I thought so. Wait. Final Fantasy's Adventures was just remade and just retitled as Sword of Mana. It's the same game. Oh god, I never realized this. Sword of Mana is incredible. How it's did the I exact not know same this? Game. Sadly, it is not out on the Virtual Console yet, but it should be soon. Oh man, how did I not know that this is tied in with Secret of Mana? Oh my god. <laughs> my, my brain is exploding. Uh, who wins this next one from uh, Mega ah! Man? Uh, I think that's me. Go for it, Bo. It's uh, Mega Man? Yeah. Dear Thatch and... Ethan and Bo. <clears throat> Mega Man here. Cool podcast last week. Can't wait to listen uh, to this week's amount of puckle goodness. I think my name deserves a little bit of explanation since it's so lengthy. Oh, it also says uh, SSJ Inferboy as the title. Mm -hmm. SSJ stands for Super Saiyan, which is Dragon Ball Z, reference to a power level or a level of power characters achieved, uh, kind of like Mega Evolution. Yeah, we we I think we're all aware with Dragon Ball Z, right? I'll, I'll read the email. But yeah. <laughs> Only it can be used outside of battles, but it still isn't permanent. Uh, infer is the first five letters of Infernate, my favorite Pokemon. 
Boy comes from Beast Boy, my favorite Teen Titan from the old Teen Titan show. Uh, no, it's a cruddy new one. There's also, new one? because I'm a boy myself. Makes sense. Uh, so my name means uh, Super Saiyan Infernape. That's a young boy. All right, SSJ Inferno Boy. Um, there, but he likes to become me- he likes to be called Mega Man, like for Mega Evolution. Man. He has so many names; it's crazy. I'll, I'll, g- I'll give him both. But yeah, uh, so there's a new sorry? Teen Titans. It's called Teen Titans Go. It's a comedy spin-off series. It's totally okay. fine, but people hate it because it's not Teen Titans. Okay. Uh, sorry for the lengthy explanation, but on to the mailbag. Uh, I know two game franchises that are similar to Pokemon. One is Puzzles and Dragons. I think we talked about it. Yeah, I brushed upon it. Where you collect and evolve to get stronger monsters to conquer bigger and better dungeons. It's a mobile and 3DS game. I've played a mobile version, but not the DS, so I don't know the difference between the two versions. I hear they're amazing. But I know they're similar. Yep. I liked it, but my friend got into it way more. I also have the games uh, DQM and DQM2, which stands for Dragon Quest Monsters Joker. Yeah, there is apparently, like, another set of these games. Yeah, okay. those were those were the handheld versions. DQM existed no. well before. Uh, DQM existed, you know, in the '90s. But DQ, DQM Joker was the super mod. I think that was the DS one. Oh, oh okay. like I definitely it played it on Game Boy Color. Uh. Uh, you scout monsters uh, to follow you, and you train them through levels to synthesize two monsters together to get a new, more powerful monster. Mm-hmm. I have both, and they are really fun because it has a deeper and cooler story than the Pokemon games usually do. And the monsters look slightly more frightening than your everyday Gengar or Kofagrigus. Uh Looks like that's it for me. Sincerely, Mega Man. Cool, cool, cool. Our next one is from Deroxus. You face Deroxus, unproductive lord of the Working Legion. I'm at work. I have had no one in the store here that I manned solo for like an hour. Been sneakily breeding for a perfect trick room nubble behind the counter. Gonna get a mailbag in from the mobile before some tourist comes in to not buy anything. Oh my goodness though, I am I excited about these mysterious figures showing up at the end of the Hoopa movie. That big shape looks nothing like Zagard to me, and that new little green thing they're talking about on Cerebi seals the deal for me. I think they're skipping the third game of Gen 6 and going Gen, and Gen 7 is on the way. I think that's jumping the gun. That'd be like I saying that... I don't. It's been two years. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay, two years is too short for a generation, and I think they realize yeah, that. Yeah, and tell that to black and white. Yeah, I know. And I think the reason that it was pushed out of black and white was because it was all on the DS system, which, at the time of black and white's release, had already <laughs> been succeeded by the 3DS. But Game Shoot Freak was 3DS. like, no. Shoot 3DS, fam. And so, they should have waited, put black and white on the 3DS, got rid of all the, mm-hmm. the subpar Pokemon from black and white, and just made X and Y part of that one or <laughs> Black and whites. I hate them. They're so dumb. Corona. But I think there's going to be another game for Gen 6, just because, uh, like, that Pokemon is a guard, because they have seen, like, the little hexagon flashings on it. Oh, okay. Which is That's just exactly. like Zygarde. And so it's definitely Zygarde. I agree. I think it's going to be another Gen 6. I think we have another, like, year and a half, two years of Gen 6. Uh, so, I'd rather not. Uh, sorry, Ethan, it's going to happen. I know. Mailbag question. In terms of Pokemon-like games, the closest thing I've played are WoW pet, WoW's pet battles. That's true. It's essentially Pokemon. Not exactly casual about them, either. 
I've got most of the pets in the game barring a small handful, and the battle system is pretty well thought out there. I like we will never touch Yokai Watch. Gotta go dust the flip-flops. Duroxus. Alright, do you guys think anybody here deserves the uh, mailbag badge? Does Duroxus have it yet? Yes. I thought so. Uh, so does Celebranda's. Uh, so does Snow- Hanakane. I like Snowman's. Snowman's? You like Snowman's? I do. Mm. Yeah. I, I also read it in a really dreary voice, so that wasn't <laughs> fair. It felt like it took three hours. Well, that was my fault. That was that was Bo's fault. Uh, I, I you know what? Because because I'm sorry that Bo read it in such a horrible way. Uh, I'll go it Snowman. Wasn't horrible. It was funny, but it just went. It was. It's dry comedy. You we got goofs. Or culture. <laughs> so I'm going with. Uh, I guess I'll go with Snowman. So Snowman, uh, you won the Green Taurus badge. Go to the website and request it, and it's all yours. Moving on. Uh, we need a mailbag question for next week. And I haven't thought that far ahead, apparently. Oh, no, sir. Oh, no. So let's think here. Uh, shoot. Um, I think I need to do another competitive heavy episode. So. Yep, I think you do, too. Time for me to not be on again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think we should do something competitively heavy. So uh, tell us about some of, like, your favorite competitive Pokemon. Like, what's your what's your one single favorite competitive Pokemon? Send that in to PokePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so until next time, well, not until next time, but, uh, in the meantime, uh, during this week while you're waiting for another Puckle episode to come on and grace your eardrums, you can review us on iTunes because that really, really helps us out and helps other people find us. You can follow us on Twitter and participate and talk to us on social media during the week. You can come to PucklePodcast.com and come on the chat box, hang out with us. Uh, you can also join in the Summer League, which is going on right now, and get some badges if you haven't already. On top of that, you can like us on Facebook, you can follow us on Tumblr, and I think that's... Oh, and you can subscribe to our Puckle subreddit. So, I guess, do all those things. Most importantly, review us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter. And at Puckle Podcast and Puckle Podcast. Everything's Puckle Podcast, except for the subreddit, oddly enough. Someday the world will be Puckle Podcast. Someday. And so you can check all those out. Uh, PucklePodcast.com has a link to all of them anyway. And I guess... I am not having a YouTube channel. We do have a YouTube channel, and I'm working on it, but I have canned the C right now. We pretend we pretend we have a YouTube channel. I, I, I have a capture card for, uh, for like, consoles, and I'm working on stuff. I'm working on stuff, I swear. But I have, like, this canned the C exam coming up. Oh, and, right. You have big boy things to do. Like, I need to get my PhD at some point. And so I need to pass this test. Uh, it's like the biggest test of my life. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, I guess until next time, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Bosefies. I'm Ethan. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.